What up, guys? We back. It's the Shetler Show podcast. We I've been cranking these things out, man. I already did a podcast earlier with my homie Charlie King. He owns a skate shop in New London, uh, Connecticut. It's called The Hive. And uh, I got another guest on, pro skateboarder. Not not even just a pro skateboarder, but to me, a legendary skateboarder. I'm going to rub your nuts a little bit in this episode. I hope you don't mind, Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mike Peterson here today. And uh, I'm stoked that you came on, man, because this is kind of a new thing in skateboarding. And uh, I don't know. There's a lot of interesting characters in skateboarding and so many rad people. But when I want to do a podcast, a lot of people are not – they're nervous. They don't know how they how to have a conversation. And uh, I don't know. I'm hyped to have you on. Thank you, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for having me. No I worries. I what you're doing. Fuck yeah. Thank it's you. Always, it's always cool when people that actually skate and – are involved in this industry are able to do things like this instead of some random fucking clown, you know. Yeah, it's absolutely instead of like a a weird personality that just comes in the skating yeah, like and some fucking like radio <laughs> DJ or something that has no idea what's going on. All right, we're going to take a quick podcast break so I can hit this weed real quick. And Mike, what are you drinking there? I'm actually drinking a Dr Pepper. Oh, I love Dr Pepper, man. Classy move. Yes. Oh, only in the can, though. <laughs> All right, I guess here, here's how we're going to start the podcast. Oh, just for anyone listening, if there's any uh, cops or crazy fucking people that want to get me for the weed, I have my certificate. I'm looking right at it, man. It says it's got a stamp in Massachusetts so that I can smoke weed because I had vertigo at one time. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have that. I, I copied it and put it in my glove box, Mike. <laughs> really? Yeah, that way if I get pulled over, I'm just like, look, man, I got papers and shit. Like, I'm legal. I paid money for that fucking certificate. You guys, where are you at right now, Mike? I'm in Jacksonville. You guys got any, like, medical marijuana going on? Yeah, they're, start, they're starting to pop up. It's not, you know, not quite as uh, accessible as, like, California or Colorado or something, but they're around, you know? Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. How's Florida right now? Beautiful? Yeah, cold. Cold? Are you I mean, when I say cold, it's like forty degrees right now. So for here, that's cold. Do you have two for, feet? Do you have two you, feet that's snow like, outside? <laughs> for you, that's like awesome. That's like swimming <laughs> weather. Yeah, I'll be out but, in a t-shirt for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's it's kind of chilly, but it's actually it rained all day yesterday, but today it's killer. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, no. Have you have you have you always lived in Florida? Yes. Really? Uh, well, I was born in Michigan. Yep. But I moved here when I was two, so I mean, it's like 
I don't even know what I mean. I don't know what Michigan really is like, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think just, they're into sports, dude. I'm not sure. I don't know what's going on in Michigan either. <laughs> yeah, all, all my family is still there though. Besides, like my mom, we're, we're the only people that moved away. You know, we actually uh, before I was born, my mom lived in Boston for a while. No shit. Yeah, her and my dad. Yep, and then they moved back to Michigan, and then here. Fellow massholes. Nice yeah. to know. Nice to know. Yeah, my dad was like a huge Celtics fan. Everything else was Detroit. Yeah. Like 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 Red Wings, Lions. You know, football, whatever. Lions but had Barry Bonds. He was a Celtics fan all the way. How can you not be? They're the fucking team. Yeah, That's why. I, I think it was a Larry Bird thing. You know. Exactly. Larry Bird <laughs> was God. He's God. He's fucking he God. He still is. <laughs> Speaking of massholes, uh, Mike Hathaway's down there, huh? Yep. Fuck yeah. yeah. I was just with him the other day, dude. He's awesome. It's yeah. so random how that all worked out, you know? Yeah, you, you got a good one, dude. For the people listening to the podcast, Mike Hathaway is like my real good homie. I've been, I grew up skating with Mike since we were so little, man. Um, he helped me learn a lot of tricks just watching him skate. He was so good and, uh, we progressed yeah. together and, uh, he's just a rad ass dude, man. And yeah. you guys got him. Lucky motherfuckers. Yeah, he's, uh, what's so rad is that he, he's so technical. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I just I just go fast, so like when me and him skate together, it kind of <laughs> kind of funny because I'm learning shit off him and he's learning shit off me, and it works out really well. He has a surprisingly good back smith though on a, on a quarter pipe. You don't expect him to be yeah. able to do that. It's those big ass hips he's got. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic. Yeah. All right, all right. In my podcast, I like to jump around, but we're going to start at the beginning, man. I, I, I love, like, a good story about how someone found out about skateboarding and got their first board. Like, got introduced to the whole world of skateboarding about tricks and, like, all that stuff. Oh, how did I? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I was, my mom and dad divorced, and I moved into these, like, real kind of ghetto apartments, and uh, my... I, a kid I knew when I lived in the other neighborhood before I moved ended up moving to that side of town too. And I went over to his house and he had a built a half pipe in these like woods right by his house. Hell yeah. It was so crazy, dude. It was like eight foot tall and like eight foot wide. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it was so sketchy, but, uh, ended up, he gave me a, uh, I think it was an old Stedham board, like an old Steve Stedham Powell board, you know, like I'm old, dude. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I I don't know, like it was just probably like everybody else. Like once I got that thing, that was kind of it. It was just, that was it, you know. That's what, the same for me, dude. When I first met um, my homie Dale and uh, he did a flat ground kickflip, he might have even done a tray flip that day, but I was like, holy shit because i didn't even know you could do an ollie you know what i mean yeah. i was like what the fuck and then my mission became like all right i gotta learn this stuff that seems too cool yeah. and then i like even even like um i remember when my shoelace ripped for the first time and i was like oh this happens like you're a skater you get your shoes scuffed up and shit like yeah uh so yeah. Fucking good <laughs> oh no dude it, that's exactly what it was like you you uh I, I remember it's so funny the shoe thing like we're we're here you know we had Kona so like you always wore knee pads and shit and like <laughs> dude I'd come home and my shoelaces and I had duct tape on my shoes you know from the toes just getting from like knee bailing you know sliding <laughs> yeah and like I mean dude I'm talking like 
purple Converse and shit, you know, like them days. Like, like it's so crazy, man. Like how much it's changed, but how it's so much the same, you know. Exactly, dude. I couldn't agree more because I mean, like, skateboarding's really personal, you know. So to me and you, it's like skateboarding means something to me, and it means something individually to you. And that yeah. feeling never changes. That's always like the essence, you know, like that whole like those first memories, all the experience, all the love, the joy, everywhere it's taken us. But then like the skateboard industry and the way people see it and how many people are involved, all that's changing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's exciting. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really it is. It that and that's what's cool cuz it, it 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 I don't know if this sounds even right, but it's like it's always changing, but yet it's always the same. No, it does. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's I don't almost know, like as far as changing just like the progression part. Yeah. But it's just no matter what, like it's just it's always there and it's always good. It's yeah, always- I, I love it, man. It's funny, like I think skateboarding's in a rad spot right now. Like I know everyone trips out because there's dudes that do like um crazy shit, like Nigel Houston and there's like robotics and shit. But skateboarding is back to like what I remember it was when I started. When I started it seemed way more accepting. Like I saw everyone skateboarding from all different walks of life, like yeah, you name it, dude. Like there used to be super not and like all these fucking like I don't know. There's so many expressions of people in skating back in the day, and then it got crazy. And now I feel like it's it's back to that. It's like you could have anyone. Like I go to the skate park, and there's fucking anyone there. I can't. I I, yeah. I I've taught skate lessons to a doctor, a yeah. heart surgeon. I've taught. Well, I mean, it, it's it's kind of like you're. It's almost uh, it's almost like neutral. Like you're 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 able to. Skateboarding is like anybody who does it. You you can adapt to that where you are, like who who you're around. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It could be a doctor. It could be fuck whoever, man, a, a fucking bartender to a who you know a girl, a girl, anyone. It's all good. Yeah, like uh, dude, I I feel exactly the same way. It crosses all lines. Like like i think if you meet someone regardless of like sexual preference whether gender whether fucking you name it dude color yeah. anything even styles like i hang out with people that are into hip-hop i hang out with people that are into rock and roll i hear i hang out into like people that just play video games all day and it's like that shit's way more accepted now because i think everyone's having a little more fun with skating yeah it's right yeah, it is it, it, it's so true man it's like it doesn't matter where you came from or who you are or what you do that shit just brings everybody into one, you know? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, speaking of that, all right. All right, let me re-up my head right now. First of all, was that a vaporizer? Yeah, that's just it's just tobacco, though. No, yeah, I just, I did a podcast, actually, um, where I uh, interviewed a dude from Craft Vapory, and they make, they make the juices. They have different selections, and you can pick the nicotine level and all that. I actually have it right here. He sent me a box, but I have no nicotine because I don't smoke cigarettes and I can't afford it. So right. I, I'd rather put that money into skating right now. But like, um, and I drink coffee. That's my vice. But um, yeah. So I have one. I tried it. It's so cool, man. I guess it's a healthier alternative to actually burning the cigarette. You know? What yeah. I mean? It and I mean you can do it anywhere. And uh, I don't know if it's I I don't want to say it's like better for you because it's like smoking anything's not going to be good for you. But I think moderation and everything, please. Like I I can tell you this, I don't stink. I don't. uh, I I I breathe better for sure, and it and it's uh, it's just way easier. 
Yeah, the dude That's I... A good idea, dude. Like, yeah. whoever came up with this whole gig, it's like, they know what's up. Yeah, the dude I did the podcast with, his name's Joshua Crane, and like I said, Craft Vapories, they're really sick, and uh, um, he basically just broke it down. He's like, look, it's dangerous. Like, it's not, you know, you smoke a cigarette, it's dangerous, but this is a healthier alternative, like 90% healthier, you know, because you don't have that... Uh, you're not burning anything, and it's not like all those chemicals are not in the pure nicotine or juice. You know, there are some, but it's not nearly as crazy as a cigarette. So, I mean, if you have a vice and you want to try to not have it as gnarly for you, like, that seems like the healthier alternative. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it, it's way easier, you know. Like, I can I can smoke it in my house, in my car, and nothing smells, and it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically kind of how mine is. Do you have, like, uh, does yours have little ropes that come down in the tank? No, I can't. I I don't know. He just he sent it to me, and I just used it once, and then. Oh started. yeah, no, that's like mine. It's the same deal. You see how? Wait, hold on. I gotta put mine in front of the camera. I'm yeah, sorry. you did the same thing I did. <laughs> so see, like mine's kind of my tank's cracked right there. You can oh see. yeah, yeah. But it's just the same deal. There's a filter in there, like right yeah. there. But it works good, man. Yeah, I like it, man. I'm stoked on it, and it's cheaper too. Like you're talking about saving money. Like I probably spend. I probably spend like twenty five, thirty bucks a month on this Ooh. to where cigarettes, dude, was like two hundred. Yeah, fucking you know, like, a. I mean, it's like a pack a day is like seven bucks. That's what I don't know, fucking fifty bucks a week. Yeah, Just easily. A month, you know. I read a book once. This is when I quit smoking cigarettes. I was a young kid. I was sponsored. I was riding for Birdhouse, and I was like thinking about trying to save money. And I read a book and it said that the average smoker, and this, keep in mind, this was like over fucking a decade ago or whatever. It's like, he said the average smoker that smokes about a pack a day or something would spend over 100000 in their lifetime on cigarettes. And I was like thinking, I'm like, I really want to own a house one day. That was like one of my things. And yeah. I'm like, $100,000, you could literally buy a house with $100,000. And then yeah. I quit smoking. It was like yeah, not even that. Or a heavy down payment for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But you go down somewhere, you can go to some cities and countries now, and you could pay a hundred grand and get something pretty nice. I'm sure. Oh yeah, if you want to go third world, you could be fucking king down there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, jumping, jumping around, jumping around. Um, so you you start skating on the eight foot. How do you how do you go from like um? Oh, I never skated it. Oh, you I did. Just <laughs> I was like in awe, and then he gave me the board, and I I was uh just skating like flat ground in front of my house, just kind of learning how to balance. I mean, you know what I mean? I'd never even seen anything like that. And then uh, and then we built like this kind of quarter pipe launch ramp in my neighborhood. It was like four foot wide, and just you know you could either launch over it or kick turn on it and shit and. And then, you know what I'm saying? Did you learn? I never rode this? that ramp. I saw him ride it, but I could, you know, I was on the flat bottom and stuff, but I never. This is the ramp. Tell me, please tell me this is the ramp you learned one footers on. No, no, no. I learned, you know, where I learned one footers was at Kona out of the bowl. Damn, sick, sick. <laughs> it was like a big ass launch ramp, you know? Timmy, but, Timmy Canoes rides for my company, All I Need Skateboards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's from Florida and he runs the one foots and I know it's a Peterson influence. Like, Dude. I love that shit. I still do them things. I love it, man. I, I, uh, dude, I don't know why I still do them. Like, I think they're just, they feel so good when you do them. You yeah, know? fucking awesome. Yeah. Even on flat, you do them and you're like, ah, that still felt really good. Yeah. 
It's cool. You can do them and just be so relaxed when you do it, you know, because I can't flip my board worth of shit, so that's about all I can do. That's like your bachelor. <laughs> You're like, I'll throw this one in there. <laughs> exactly. Hi, all right, so how how did you get into the world of, like, sponsorship and, like, your first sponsor and figuring out, like, about all that? Uh, well, I got um that the shop that I've been a part of forever, the Sunrise the shop, right? It's it's actually right up the street from my house. Yeah. I met those guys, and they just kind of, you know, usual shop kind of hookup deal. Yeah. You know, like when they'd ever get like a lot of, you know, like they get like the baker's dozen on boards. They'd give me a board here and there, you know, and oh, get yeah. discounts on stuff. And then they introduced me to some reps, and then those guys kind of started hooking me up, and then it just kind of went from there, you know? Like, and then like the whole how everything really took off, you know, like the fibro thing. Yeah. Uh, all that was from Tampa, you know, really, really. My, my whole deal is, is based around Tampa, dude. Like, because where I, I mean, here in Jacksonville, it's like, you know, people know about Jacksonville and stuff, but you, you know, it, it wasn't like, even like being in Boston or being in New York, you know, where like, like there's a scene here, but nobody's really here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when, I went to Tampa. It's like everybody from all those places were there. Yeah, and everyone came together. I got to meet all these people, and 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 it, it it was, you know, if there was no Tampa, there'd be no me. You know, as far as in the skate industry, you know, as far as I know, I mean, who, I don't know where it would have took me. You know. Well, but, regardless, that is where it took you. Like that seems like a pretty yeah. rad spot to like kind of be forged from. Yeah. To like make connections and like it's got yeah. such a rich history. It's funny because I had Aaron Susky on the podcast. I don't know if you get a chance to listen to, but I think it was like two episodes back and his career kind of took off from Tampa too from a best trick contest when he did the gap back tail. Gap back tail. I judged that contest actually. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Damn, local, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I went down. I didn't even plan on it. I just went down to watch and, um, I think they were like a judge short or something and just asked me if I wanted to judge the, it was the Tampa Am. I judged the whole thing Fuck and then judged the judge the uh the best trick at the end. Yo, so that was when uh what's his name too, man, and guy you remember what's dude that uh habitat guy? Um oh, man, what's his name? He was Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia Danny Garcia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark dark skinned guy. Yep. And he did the uh he did like Nolly nose slide, nolly flip out, and he called it before he did it. Oh man, sick! <laughs> he like got into it and he said, "Got it," and then did it. I remember that. That was footage, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It was on, you know, it was on four one one or whatever. But yeah, and then Susky did the back tail like right after that. It's funny because maybe I should get Susky back on and I'll be like, Susky, you have to thank Peterson. He was a judge. He helped you. He was he judged you and he put you into the fucking get. Uh, the I was circle. fucking dancing, dude, when he was trying it. I was like, <laughs> you know. Dude, he told so me proud. he told me the funniest thing. He was like, he said right before he did the gap back tail, Mickey Ray's threw him a beer. <laughs> and, yelled really? some, and yelled something at him and he said he didn't drink the beer, but he said he wished he did because that would have been way more badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah all right so that's so sick so you came up in tampa you're skating that's where you met everyone you got connections what's what about the fiber that fiber was your first board sponsor yeah well um yeah actually there was a little company here called beast that was just like some little thing that these guys did here that i those guys gave me a couple boards a month here and there it's the company that actually turned into flatline 
Oh, sick. I remember Flatline. Yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, I went to Tampa the first time in like 98, and then I, that's where I met Steve Rodriguez and Nardelli. Yes. And uh, Emmett and, uh, oh, God, uh, oh, man, I could go through the list. Um, Was Gadotti there? But that, that, the, the guy, yeah, Pat. Yep, Pat Gadotti, yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I met Steve, and he, a- he asked me if I wanted to get on the program, and it was on, dude. And that was it, you know. Dude, and that's so back the next year, and it was just, it was rad. Such a good, good deal, you know. Yeah, you were, you were, um. Hey, hold on, my cat's crying at the door. No worries, no worries, handle it. We look like, I'm looking at his uh, kitchen or something in the background right now. She's got up there. I'll show, my, I'll show you my cat real quick, he's badass. What's the cat's name, though? Shadow. Shadow, hell yeah. Whoa, that's a cat? Yeah. It looks got like a cougar, dude. <laughs> yeah, look at him. How big is that motherfucker? Hey, uh, he's a bit. Look. <laughs> oh my god, that's like a dog. That's like a outside cat. <laughs> he's cool though, man. He's super chill. My my daughter, Santa Claus, brought him for my daughter a few years ago, and he's he's awesome. It, Santa had to bring him because he's the only one strong enough to carry <laughs> that big ass cat. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Um, is yeah. there photos? Uh, do you have an Instagram? Uh yeah, I do. We uh, right. we opened a. Um, here's my daughter right here, actually. Hello. Hello. Hey, I like your pajamas. Thank you. <laughs> In your room. Mm-hmm. All right, let me finish this and I'll come see you. Okay. Say bye. Bye. Bye bye. Um, yeah, we uh, the Instagram is the Block Skate Supply. I, I opened a skate shop here in town. Here's actually, this is the logo right here. What? That's sick, dude. Yeah. And where all this comes from is uh, back in the day, we had this, uh, like, foundation spot. Like, this is way back, man. Like, dude, probably, like, 89, 90s, right? Yeah. And uh, it was sick. It was just this foundation that was an old car lot. And, uh, all these dudes, we'd either go, we, it was so rad because we'd street skate there. Cause this is when street skating really started becoming a scene. Cause see, when I started skating, dude, it was ramps and pools. That was it. You know, yeah. nobody was really street skating yet. You know, I mean, like I said, I built a quarter pipe at my house, you know, cause that's what it was then, you that's know? Sick. So then street skating started coming in, you know, like I'm talking like Ray Barbie time and and frankie hill like you know like bones brigade you know band this all that stuff anyway that's still the name of that spot was called the block oh sick used to skate so it was kind of cool because a lot of the guys that are still around now you know that still live here they're a lot older but when i started this shop they're all tripping out because they you know they knew it was the block you know that's so fucking sick yeah it was cool we had a foundation. We had a few foundation spots. We do actually have a couple here now too. But that's crazy. It's funny. Um, all that stuff you named that was still before my generation. Like when I started in skateboard videos and stuff, it was like Minic Madi. That's when yeah. I was like, holy shit. But I know all about that stuff because I have like dudes like Craig Piva and like Emmett and yeah. those dudes that always tell me about like when they started, you know. And that yeah. shit is so fucking sick. Yeah, it's, I mean, dude, I, I mean, I didn't even, that, that's what's funny, because, like, most guys that, like, I mean, when did, how old were you when you started getting hooked up? Like, um, 17, 16, yeah. 17? Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't even start getting hooked up till I was, like, 23. No shit. 
Yeah, because I didn't, like I said, around here there was really, you know what I mean? Like we had the shop and stuff, but then like that's where it all comes back to Tampa. Yeah. Tampa was built in like 97. Yeah. I think, 90, I think he started it in like 97, 96 maybe, around that time, you know? I think it's 96 because they did 96 till infinity maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know... Before that, there was there was nothing around. You know what I mean in this area, really. Yeah. So so you know I it, that I was just some old dude that just liked to skate or whatever I guess you know and then shit. no you were like a spring chicken you were 23 so you were like let's see probably pretty fully developed probably had a good style 23 hopefully especially you skate a lot of tranny so you definitely yeah. had good style you probably had proper tricks. You were probably primed for the sponsoring at 23 for sure. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was, probably was better. I think it was probably better too on a on a on a kind of a real note. Just like it, I think when you're a little older, it makes you kind of appreciate more what you're getting. Dude, I couldn't agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Fucking like there's there's a lot of there. I I don't I don't even want to get into it, but you know where I'm going with that. No, yeah. well I'll go into it a little bit. I had a I had a thing with a kid the other day. He was like being crazy to me he's 16 and he was less like he's a good skateboarder but he was being a bit of a prick like and uh he had a different dis- different opinion from me and he started mouthing off and saying shit to like online this all online and uh i was just being polite to him and shit and then i just saw him at the skate park the other day and i took him aside i was like dude are you kidding me like yeah he tried to tell me like uh like this this all goes back to the age thing like i think as you get older you appreciate things more and you have a better understanding you have you have more experience you have more knowledge especially right. if you're trying if you're trying if you're trying to grow and learn and like keep having a better future and be happier and happier you tend to have like a lot more experience than a 16 year old <laughs> you know what i mean and the dude just tried to be rude to me for whatever reason i don't know why just because we had a different opinion and i just pulled him aside in person not on the computer because i let him mouth off on the computer but then I pulled him aside in person. I was like, look, dude, I grew up like literally homeless. Like my father died from gang violence and my mom did drugs my whole life, like still struggles with it. Like I was on my own and I was like, I'm like, you can disagree with me and shit, but like, don't try to tell me like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like I have more experience than you in certain areas. Like, yeah. and I told the kid, I was like, I like, and, so I like self expression. Yeah. And you know that like, when I say that it isn't that every, you know, some people mature earlier. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that every kid that's 16 or 17, it's too early. No, yeah. But yeah, yeah. me and you both have seen, like, the I, horror I, stories. When, when skateboarding was, like, writ, I mean, dude, you know, a few years, like, probably six, seven years ago, dude, I, I don't know if it was like that up there, but down here, dude, everybody was getting something. Yep, yep, yep. Like, like companies were just giving shit away all the time. Like every single kid rode for a fucking shoe company or a fucking clothing company or you know whatever. It like yeah. it, it was just like the industry was doing really well, put it that way. So they just didn't you know they were like fucking reps were able to just hook dudes up and hook dudes up. Yeah. And I think that shit tainted a lot of fucking kids because there's a lot of these kids that don't skate now, and the reason they don't skate is because they're not getting hooked up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if comes, so you've probably seen that. Like, and you're absolutely right because when you're young and you're like 16, 15, and you're hanging out at a skate park and everyone's getting good, and then it turns into like a sport, sport type yeah, atmosphere, or a contest. Like, how many sponsors can I get? How many? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like. And weird. that's sad, that Mike. That's so sad because skateboarding is like gives so much joy for everybody and it's like an endless joy like i'm 32 and i'm you're a lot older than me i'm sure so like you still have joy with skating you know what i mean like it could be a lifetime gift but then it's like when shit comes too easy and you're young and you're bred in this little atmosphere and then it turns crazy then you don't appreciate skateboarding as much because it becomes about something else you know what i mean oh yeah so i think that that's why i love that you opened up a skate shop because when people have skate shops like, when I found skating, I was a dirty little ghetto kid who was angry, misguided, probably didn't fucking... I was chasing after after sponsors, too. Like, fuck it, you know? Like, because that's yeah. what you, you learn about, you know? But I fell in love with skating first, and then I got into chasing after sponsors. Right. Like, I, I mean, I was you, homeless. You're, you're not... You, what you... The path you chose, though, is nothing of what I'm saying. Like, because you can tell that you're... You have... You put skateboarding first before any, before that other shit. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, beautiful. Maybe like the way I was saying it was like, like a lot of these kids, they fucking, they, they think the first thing in the morning they need to get a grip tape sponsor. Not that they want to learn how to do a switch flip or something. Well, think about the kids today and they see if they, if, if brands like mine, like all I need skateboards, like in like shop owners like you don't open up, all they're going to see is street league. And imagine that generation of kids growing up on skateboarding competitions on TV. Imagine how sad that would be if that was the only expression of skateboarding. Like, that's yeah. why I'm so hyped to be talking to you is because you're a pro skateboarder that has fell in love with skating and did it, like, regardless whether you're sponsored or the money's in there or not. And now you're deciding to invest in it and, like, build up a community of skateboarders and, like, a, that deeply appreciate the art of skating and, like... You're going to yeah. build up a community of healthy people that you're going to have kids that are like going to go off and have full-time jobs and become good humans, but also still love skateboarding. And some will get sponsored, some won't, you know what I mean? And like, that's, that's what I love about it, dude, is like, I'm the same thing. Like I work a nine to five job right now and I put my money into my brand and I sponsor people. We did a trip to California, went to, for two weeks and it's on the ride channel right now. Actually, everyone can check it out. AI and Cali tripping, but I love anyone who's like, has a story in skating and if, if anyone should own a skate shop it should be you instead of some dude that's never skated you know yeah no i i totally agree i i think that and, and and you know there's a lot of people that come and go doing that shit but i think that if we stay on the path that we're going we're going to be solid yeah know? absolutely I, i'm cussing i get in charge for it uh, make sure you put a nickel. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, gotta put a dollar in there, dude. You put it at a dollar, man. You didn't set the bar low. You should have set a penny first every month. <laughs> I can't. My wife said it, dude. I'm screwed. <laughs> she knew. She was like a dollar. That's like uh, so many uh uh craft vapory nic nicotine things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I admire that you're doing this, man. It's very cool. How long's it been? The shop. Yeah. What's the deal? Uh, we, well, it all started, I built a park downtown here and, yep. it, and uh, the city shut it down. Damn. So right now it, the park is, uh, in another warehouse, which is like a mile up the road from my house. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that going as well. Sick. But a while, while the park is just in all this, it, it's just going through all these building permits and just all these things like it, it's so hard. 
just Wait. like dealing, like working with the city, you so know, like. Do you have a shop in the skate park or is it just. No, no, no. Well, I am. Yes. Yes. I originally had the shop built in the skate park downtown. Yeah, yeah. And then they shut the park down so I couldn't really just have the shop because the park was kind of in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, I can't really have a shop just here. It wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. Nobody would just come there for the shop. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. So my good friends, uh, this guy, my buddy Pete and this other guy James came to me and they're like, man, we've got, we found this like actual like shop that's in this area called Riverside and Five Points, which is like a, just a really cool area. It's kind of like a, a, like if you went through this area, it kind of reminds you of like Atlanta or something. Oh, uh, sick. Cool, cool little spot. Are there like, there's other uh, businesses and stuff? Yeah. Like yeah. all types of cool, sh- you know, like little coffee shops and like, the vapor okay. stores right there, and like it's just a perfect fit for kind of what we're doing, you know. And there's so, no other, there's no uh, other skate shops there. No, nah, there's nothing around there, dude. Perfect. So it's killer. It works out good, and you know, with with my connections and then these guys' knowledge, you know, like my my buddy Pete is just he's he he ran a shop out here for a few years, you know, and he's always kind of been in the industry on that side of it. Yes. So it like when it comes to like ordering stuff or like like just decision making he's he's solid hell yeah the other guy james is just really good with numbers and with dealing with people that kind of like city officials and things like that that you know people that i don't really ever talk to (laughs) the paperwork paperwork so he's like a he could be like a cop's best friend basically (laughs) like he's cool but he's just like us but he kind of portrays that image of that, so it, it, it's rad. You he's know, got a, he's got a we, talent. When we did our grand opening. Our whole thing was was like, all right, if the cops come, we're just sending James to them, you know. And they did end up showing up, and James went over there, and everything was cool, you know. So he's got a talent. It, he's got a talent. Yeah, it, it, it's awesome. He's he's just such a rad dude, you know. So, um, anyway, we we all got together, and this this building worked out perfect. The rent's cheap. No, no, no kind of like, I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, which was a huge thing in my whole decision making of doing this. Like, I didn't want to. Why is that? Is there other, there's places? Well, you know, I just, you know, it, it, you know, the skateboard industry isn't huge. So, like, if I build a shop like a mile from somebody else, like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't be hyped. Everybody knows everybody here, you know, so I don't want to, I don't want to affect what they're doing, you know, so being there. It's kind of cool because we're out there and there's a whole scene out there, but all these people had to drive so far or they'd order online or like whatever. So we're, we're kind of bringing it to them now, you know? Yeah, sick. I like it because, because when there's enough room, you can have different lights on the map. You know what I mean? And you can all generate scenes and it'll just grow skateboarding. Yeah. And then, you know, like that shop sunrise I rode with forever, I keep in touch with them all the time. And we kind of work together on certain things, and it works out really well, you know. That's right, man. Uh, yeah. uh, that sounds like a really good ideal situation. Yeah. And um, so where's the is it where's where are you at with it right now? Is it up and running? Oh yeah, we've been open now for uh, we're going on almost three months now. Hell we had yeah. our grant. We had our grand opening uh, uh, not this Sunday, but the last Sunday before. Sick. Had a killer turnout. Um, and, and we're just going, man. And and it's rad cause we, we don't really have any overhead or anything like everything we have, we own. Yeah. So it, 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 it 
I think that's how it's going to be able to work is like basically as we sell, we just double up and we double up and we just kind of are slowly expanding and slowly, you know, go buy $20,000 and shit, you know, like I don't think it can work that way, you know? Yeah. I think um, you got the way to where we just keep buying as we sell, you know? Yeah, because it'll organically grow as you invest in it, you know. Exactly, and you know, with our with our rent being so cheap where we are, it, it's easy to 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 keep it going. You know, it's yeah. not like we're struggling. So that it, you know, because you know this industry as well as I do, it's like a roller coaster, man. And and when it rains, it pours, and it can be on both ends of it. You know. Absolutely. It could be dumping as a good thing or it can be dumping as a bad thing, you know? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, man. That's why, like, right now I do so much. Like, I do this podcast because I want to talk to other skateboarders out there doing cool shit and, like, we can all communicate, you know what I mean? I can have all you dudes and you guys can express the hardest skateboarding because you guys are all the dudes who, you know, like I said, you've been skating longer and you're older than me and you, you've managed to keep skateboarding your life. And that's, like, to me, that's why I think skateboarding, like, it's like I always... They do a good job of like, sometimes they do a good job of like showing, like giving credit to the older generation and stuff like that. Like, but my generation, I feel like we need to do it more. Like, I, I always looked up to like dudes like you, Susky, BA, Donnie Barley, like that generation of skating and like, oh, you name it, dude, Chet Childress. Like, I could yeah. go on for days. You guys paved the way and you guys like inspire me now because it's like, you guys are older people. You're functioning adults with families and homes and kids. Like, I don't have kids. I do have a mortgage. Me and my lady split. But it just makes me so hyped that you guys love skateboarding still and, like, hang on to it. I, I know that I'm not crazy because you guys are down. You know what I mean? Oh, it, it, and it isn't. Like, I mean, you know, I I, I I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I, I just – it's it's not like I – it's not like I go skate because I – have to or need to i just it's just like it is I, i'm just it, it's just like a part of my everyday life you know yeah, absolutely. and, and it, it it isn't like i don't go skate more to try to promote the shop or like do things for people it's just like i go when i want to go and i enjoy it and that and that's what it should be you know yeah i agree man i agree i i love it dude i i, I teach skateboard lessons to everyone and i see i, I communicate all the people to all the people at my skate park I don't care who they are. I say hi to them, like, if they have a board, just because, like, I don't think that's enough going on in skateboarding either. It wasn't anyways. Right. I always communicate with anyone at my – when anyone comes new to my skate park, I'll say hi at least. You know what I mean? And, like – Yeah. But I I love it, dude. I'm so with you on that. Skateboarding – and that's why I'm hyped. You you know, people like you should be the ones carrying it on and building it up, you know? And that's why I think we'll be good, you know? Because – we put all this hard work into skating and building skateboard careers and keeping it in our life and having joy with it and like learning and, and to be able to like, we're the ones that can carry it on because we're the ones who are going to never give up. It's like, you don't, you don't give up on skateboarding. So you just yeah. keep, keep like right now I work a job and I run the brand and I like, regardless, I'll just put my money into it. Cause skateboarding's the best. Like I get a sponsor kids. Like that's a trip to me. Steve R did. I was hooked up with fiber O2 from Steve yeah. R and, he did that for me. Like, he sponsored me and, like, let me go on trips and shit. Like, yeah. it's cool, man. He's a, he's a, he's, he's such a legit person. Yeah. Like, regardless of the skateboarding or not, that guy is just, he, I, I, when I think of New York, I think of Steve Rodriguez. 
Of course, me too. Yeah. He's the fucking godfather. Yeah, he really is. He's like the uncle of that place, or the godfather, whatever you want to say. Like, he's just... Uh, Rodzilla, dude. He's the man. <laughs> he's so rad. Like, I, I hope he hears this, because I... I uh, he listens. You know? I'm saying, I'm a fan of his, you know? Like, he, I fan out to that dude. He's just... Every, every time I see him, he just... Just good people, dude. You should go back. I have um, I have 50 episodes of my podcast, and uh, they're all free. I just put them online. Anyone can download them on iTunes or listen to online on Podomatic.com. Type mm-hmm. in The Shetler Show. I did one with Steve Rodriguez, and I picked his mind about business and skateboarding and, like, history. And, like, it was a good-ass podcast. It's one of my way back in the beginning. When did, when did you do this? It's, it's in the beginning. It might have been two years ago now. It's like... Uh-huh episode three or four or five or something do you ever do you ever run into him anymore or see him fuck like, yeah dude fuck yeah okay, okay. I, love, I see steve uh i don't know where i saw him last i saw him at a trade show in new york um he always pops up i just saw him online because him and a bunch of dudes went to arizona like him emmett and uh the whole solstice crew they all did a trip to like arizona and uh it was sick he like he hooked it up. He he somehow one of my riders went. Billy Drown went on this trip to Arizona, and Steve Rod loves him so much. He got Gons to like draw art on on a picture of Billy Drown. Like Billy Drown's one of my young bucks. Like and he's got a photo that Gons drew artwork on because of Steve Rodriguez. So sick. Wow. <laughs> That's why he's the fucking man right there. <laughs> no, he is, dude. He's he's one of the people that is. You know, he's another part of the puzzle of my whole deal. You know. Well, actually, let's let's let's. You still got time? I know you. I know you. Oh have, yeah, I'm chilling. Man. Okay. Um, let's get into consolidated because I don't like. I don't. Tell me about that. Like that was always seems so awesome. Like consolidated. I don't know much about it besides just their graphics and videos and stuff like that. Like, yeah, they um the how I uh, came about that was, you know, I rode for World. For yeah, you did. Three three years. Yep. Me too, man. And, uh, um, you know. Then World, I guess, um, Dwindle sold the, the the name. Yeah. I don't know what, what happened. Ended up selling the, the name, the company name. So we all kind of went our separate ways. Like Duffy went to Plan B because obviously Plan B restarted. And then I think Barty went to Powell or something. Yep. And, uh, and I... I was good friends with, uh, I still am, with Rodney Johnson. You know Rodney. Yeah, hell yeah. We Zared was on my podcast. Zared rode for 16 skateboards. I think Rodney. Yeah. 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 Rodney's awesome. So he ended up just, like, I didn't even know he was doing this. He ended up hitting up Consolidated just for me, you know, just, like, threw it out there to them. And then um, that was pretty much it. They were they were all hyped. I, I had met Alan and Karma before. Hell yeah. You know, like coming through town and, and, uh, and then I ended up meeting Letitia and Birdo and they, and dude, they're, they are awesome. <laughs> See. You wanna, I mean, you know, every company I've ridden for is, ridden for is awesome and they all have great stories just like, you know, and, and they're just another one that's just like they, they're just, it, it, I, I don't know. I've been very fortunate with every company I wrote, ridden for, like, the one thing I can say, like, I've never had any bad blood or anything with anybody. You know, I've ridden with for all these people, and and it's just, like, always cool. And the one thing I can say about all these companies I've ever ridden for is I've always been able to do what I wanted, and I never had to ask. Yes. To, like, do it. I They, like, I, I don't know if everybody's skateboard career had 
has freedom like that. Yeah. I don't really know because I didn't really ever ask anybody. But I don't think it does. I've never been asked to do anything. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we need this. or I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have people call up and go, do you have a photo? Yeah, you know, I have a photo, whatever, you know, or yeah. like doing this thing. Like, hey, you want to do this, you know? But it, it was always so rad. Like, everybody's just like, do your thing, you know? And, and it, and that it, every company I've ridden for has been like that. It's because you, know? you, you pick good sponsors. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I don't, I, but see, I've never at, and that was another thing too. Like, my whole, my whole career of skateboarding, I've never sent out a sponsor tape. <laughs> I've never asked to ride for anybody. Wow. Like every, every person that I ever rode for called me. Wow, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I and I and it was rad because I you know the the way I always saw that was well, I mean, with consolidated I didn't, you know, people called for me, but I never at, I never even thought of consolidated like, yeah, you know, and pursue it. But the the way I always see things like that is if they're calling me, that means they really want you to be a part of something. Yeah. Instead of like you know what I mean? And that's I, rad. And, it, and and that's a rad feeling. You know, when somebody call you, you've been there, dude, when, when somebody calls you up and asks to ride for them, it's fucking, you can't explain that feeling. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, a world industries for me, man, I had Charlie Thomas call me up and RP Best and be like, and even Andrew Cannon, and we're like, dude, we want to do something with world, like, we want you to skate for us. And I yeah. was like, damn, that's pretty cool that they're yeah, thinking of me. It's such, a, it's such a cool deal, you know, and it, it, it's unexplainable, it's, um, it's like, it's just a cool feeling, you know. Hell yeah! It makes you really feel like you're, you know, you you. I, I guess the word would be almost like belong in a sense, even though it doesn't really matter, you know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's cool. It's just a cool thing. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Oh, oh, I wanted to ask you about Tampa. Are you gonna skate in the Tampa Pro? You think? Because I'm going down there. I I might. I don't know yet. Schaefer asked me to, but I don't. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm always like, I feel like such an old dude now, you know. Like I might, I, I might, I might just try and roll around. I don't know, dude. dude if you feel, if you feel good on your board, come skate with me, cause I'm gonna be nervous. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always, uh, it, it, it always ends up to be a, a, a good time, regardless. You know, whatever happens, like it, it's great. But I, I, the way I see it is, if there's only so many spots, you know, I, I would rather have somebody else that. It's kind of, you know, get it or involved, like getting it, yeah. <laughs> like skate instead of me. But if there's room, I'm, I'll, I'll do it. You know. Hey, um, what uh, what's the best you've ever done in Tampa? The the pro? Yeah. Uh, third. Holy shit! You got third? Yeah. What the fuck was that like? I had a bunch of sevenths. I, I got seventh a few times, ninth, but third was the best. What the fuck did that feel like? You were on the podium. Yeah. I don't know. It was cool. Yeah, did they so, do the champagne and everything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. had that. You yeah, that was a uh, bitch. You lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was cool. Yeah. Hey, if it. there was any contest that I would have wanted to win, it would have been that one. Yeah. Out of any in the world, like the any of the X Games or Mountain Dew thing, whatever. If I could have, you know, because I, I won the amps, so then. Yeah. You know, winning the pro would have been like the like Berard did. You know, Berard won both. Damn, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Wait, that so would been, that would have been cool. Here's the question then: What was bigger, getting third in the pro or winning the M? For you, 
Um, probably winning the AM. Definitely winning the AM. How, how do you it remember? just paid my way for where I'm, you know what I mean? That, that got me going, you know, because I was just some nobody that was, you know, working a job up here in Jacksonville and skating, you know, and then the AM, it was like, uh, all of a sudden I started meeting all these, you know, people and everything started happening, you know. That's fucking amazing, dude. I can't, I don't think I've ever won. I might have won one contest when I was younger. It was like a little like shop contest. I think it was in North Carolina. It's been so long, but I was super hyped. I was like, I fucking won a contest. Like I got. Yeah. Well, the thing that was cool is I didn't realize how big of a deal it really was. Oh shit! Like I was so clueless to to that stuff. Like I didn't know that that what I what I didn't know is what it did for me then now. You know what I mean? Like I won and came back home and went back to work and. And I had all these people calling, going, what the fuck are you doing working? Like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I got to live, like, whatever, you know, like another day. And then and then all this stuff just started happening, you know? Damn, that's awesome. I like the Cinderella story a little bit, you know? I fucking, I fucking love it. So how, long, how many years would you say you just lived off of skateboarding, like that paying the bills? Uh... Oh, this is the fact that you have to stop and think, Peterson, is a fucking good sign. <laughs> uh, 99, 2000, what are we, 15, 14? Damn. Uh, uh, probably 13 years, 14 Damn, years. 13 years of your life, you gotta, like, get paid and just skateboard. Yeah. Damn. That's yeah, a, that was exciting. I don't know. It, it was, uh, unexplainable experience. I don't know many people, like, to be honest, there's, like, so, think about how many skaters come out and are, like, the coolest thing, and then they're gone, or, like, for four years or five years, and then you never see them again, you're like, what the fuck happened to that dude, or where's that dude, like, damn, 13 uh, it's, years. It's crazy, man, like, I, I can't believe that people were down for me for that long, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, it was, it, I mean, just, it was such a good time, like, I, it, it's funny, I was, like, um, just like a week ago, I was I I have my like my old passport, and I was just like looking through it, and it, and it's just like it, like a passport's like a memory book, you, yeah, you know, like a without the photos or whatever, like a photo album without the photos, you know. <laughs> and, but like the places you've been, and it's just like I I just like sit there scratching my head, like holy shit, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, we've been everywhere. Yeah. We all have, you know. Yeah, it's fucking insane because the average person, um. Like, I work with the average person now. Not that they're bad people or anything. Just, like, the average person that just, like, finished school and just got a job, they haven't been to nearly as... Yeah, they haven't been anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they haven't even been across most, the country. Half people haven't... Most people wait to retire to do the things that we did in the span of a short period of time. Yeah. You know? It's and they crazy. save they save their whole lives to do that. Yeah. And we're just... We've done it all. Just, like... <laughs> Sometimes you don't even remember where you went. <laughs> when you were talking about sponsors and we were thinking, I was like just sitting here going, damn, he's got chapters. And I'm, I like, I know the feeling. You're like, you have chapters of memories. Like, I can't even remember them all. Sometimes I'll see something like like a trick or like some picture and I'm like, oh, yeah, I went here and we did this. And it was like a yeah. whole chapter of like craziness, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I was, man. I mean, you know, I, I it's crazy. Uh, and that's what that's another trying to go going back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier was like that's kind of rad that you got it when you're older because as you're older you have more experience you 
Because, dude, let's not bullshit. When you're young, you got to get lumps. You got to fuck up. You got to make mistakes. You're, you're young. You're born into the world and you don't know shit. And then you got to learn shit. And the only way to learn shit is to live life and try. That takes right. fucking years. So yeah. when you have kids come in freshly born, you give them everything. They don't have to try and learn. You know, they just fucking get it all. And then they just make mistakes with it. And, and then sometimes they go crazy. But regardless... You got it. You got skateboarding. Got sponsored. Got to travel at what age were you traveling the world? Twenty two, twenty six. No, like twenty five, twenty six. Perfect. I mean, dude, I I when I I won Tampa Am, I was twenty four. Damn, sick. Yeah. So like, it didn't all really start happening until I was like twenty six, twenty seven, thirty. You know what I mean? Thirty three. Yeah. Like I was old already. That's I never right. really realized it, you know? Like, I mean, Berard always made me understand it because he's 10 years younger than me, and I went everywhere with him. Yeah. So like, I was always like, man, I guess I am an old man, but, you know, <laughs> he was like a man-child. Uh, that kid was like 15, but he was like my dad, dude. When we'd go on trips, he'd take care of me because I'd always <laughs> be the one that was getting lost and shit. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> um. Where's the craziest place you travel? Or not? I don't want to word it like that. Let's word it like, where's the most memorable trip or memorable place you've been that like just blew your mind? Probably in the world. Uh, in the world. Probably. Uh, um, I I I went all over Southeast Asia, like Indonesia and stuff. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But I I think like. For some reason, Australia just sticks in my mind. I went so many times because of, like, Globe and Billabong, you know, and they're all from Australia. Yeah. So I would go there, like, pretty frequently to, like, just doing stuff. And, you know, if it wasn't demos, it was, like, the, the World Cup thing they did in Melbourne every year. Did you ever go to that? I've never been to that. I've been to Australia once with Zoo York, but we were just on, like, a skate trip to just get footage and do demos. But I never went to a contest or anything. Right. So, but... I. Just Australia was just it, it always stuck with me because it was so far away. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's so. I mean, you know that flight, dude, from the east coast to Australia, dude. It's twenty something hours, dude. Dude, thirty it's hours or something. And so you get there, and it's just like, dude, I'm like on the other side of the world. Like, <laughs> it's so weird, you know. I've been to some pretty as like exotic places i guess you know but yeah. like just what i'm saying is australia just always seemed to like stick in my mind i don't know why my brother my brother moved there you don't have to sell me on australia my brother moved there i've been there i thought it's beautiful good america because it, it's 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 a foreign country you could say like foreign country i guess you know but everybody there I mean, you know, you went there. Every person I met in Australia was fucking cool. Yeah, they were so laid back and just so down. Yeah, just so <laughs> nice and, like, down. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like they got the beautiful weather, too, and it's like... You're, oh, yeah. That's why my breath is there. So, I got so sunburnt there, though, dude. <laughs> it was hot. There were a lot of times I went there. It's, it's the hottest place I've ever been, too. <laughs> I, went to, I went to Perth one time, and they had, like, some kind of storm was going on in like the outback of australia like kind of more in the center of the the continent you know yeah so the where i was at it was just dry and hot like and i think it got up to like 112 jesus 
Your fucking yeah, balls like, were probably like gross. some Phoenix weather or something, you know? <laughs> like, like, and I, dude, it was so gnarly. We couldn't even skate in the daytime. Damn. Like, literally, none of us could. Like, we just stayed in our room or swam in the ocean, like in the day, and then we'd go out at night because it was just, it was brutal, dude. Yeah. Like so gnarly. Hey, a little off the subject here. Are you a ginger? Am I a ginger? Yeah, like nah. are you got, you're not a ginger, right? Mm-mm. No, because Timmy's from Florida, and he's, like, not a ginger either. He's, like, a, I don't know what you'd call it. It's, like, blondish, but it's not. Yeah, I'm, like, uh, I'm just, I'm actually blonde. I'm bald now, though, so it don't even fucking matter. Me too, me too. Look at this. (laughs) I get it, I get it. (laughs) Uh, I'm, uh, um... I don't know. My my beard comes in a little red. Yeah, it looks a little red from this light. That's why I was asking, and, it, and yeah. I was wondering because like Timmy's from there, and he like he's like on the borderline like red a little bit, and I'm like, I wonder if it's a Florida thing. Yeah, I think it's an Irish thing. Hey, do you like since you lived in Florida, have you developed a, a hankering for raw bacon? You ever eat raw bacon? Fuck no. Okay. Fuck get sick as fuck well that that's another thing that's another thing that i associate with florida because i went to timmy's mom's house and she bought out she brought out a plate of bacon that was like the rawest bacon i it looked like she just dipped it in hot water not lying and uh she (laughs) she brought it out and like timmy and all his friends just fucking attacked this plate of bacon like it was like they're velociraptors and they just and like this was on a world tour world trip and like all of us were sitting there going that's like the rawest bacon. How are they all fucking eating it? And they were like devouring it. We none of us got it. It was like you, you just have it. No one wants. Yeah, you got it. Well, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I would have. I would have been the same way. I just sat there with you and gone. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, they're all from Florida, so I was like, I don't know. Maybe that's like a cultural thing. Like people just eat raw bacon in Florida. Heard, I've never heard of shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys probably eat crocodile or alligator, right? You got alligators in Florida. Well, they eat like alligator tail. I guess is some kind of thing. I've never had it though. No, I feel like I would eat alligator for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, they say it's good. Like, they call them, like, gator bites or something, something like that. Yeah, fuck it. But they, they fry it. Like, they, you know, it's like going to a, do you guys ever get, like, a fair up there where they fry everything? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been to Louisiana. I went to Charlie. So, you know, like, dude, they fry, like, cookies and butter and all <laughs> types of shit. You know, so it, it, I don't know. Anything fried is good. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It could be anything. They just fucking ice cream and it's delicious. Oh, yeah. I had a question I wanted to ask earlier, um, going back a little bit. So how did your parents feel, like, about you and skateboarding? Like, I, especially because, I mean, I guess you always held down a job, so maybe they didn't worry. But, like, how they feel about what you did in skating and were, were they supportive and all that? Yeah, my mom was 110% behind me. And it wasn't even about... My mom was backing whatever I did, as long as it was positive. Yeah. Could have been anything, you know. So, you know, that my my, my dad, I didn't really have a relationship with him when they divorced, you know. Yeah. So I think he wasn't too into it, like when I saw him, but I just don't think he understood it. Yeah. You know, my mom just saw that it, I was happy and I was doing something productive and I wasn't getting into, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, getting into trouble and shit, you know? That's right, because that's right, man. That's like, um, it's right that you had, had that. Like, when I was, um, I ended up living with my friend's family, and their mom was like that, like, super supportive. She would drive us places, and, like, 
She was yeah. just so down. She just knew that skateboarding was a rad thing and that we were yeah. into it. She didn't nothing about sponsorship, nothing about money. She just was like, "This is good for kids." And was like, yeah. a good, no, good "That's parent. how my mom was, dude. She'd drive us to Kona or drive us wherever, and she was so down for it. You know, she just knew that I I love doing it. You know." Yeah, that's that's red. And and you have kids now too, right? Or one kid or two kids? Yeah, that was Hannah that came in earlier. Yep. Yeah, that's and your daughter. So I've been married. I've been married now for um nine years. My daughter's my daughter's eight. Um, it's it's a great life, dude. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. That's it's cool, you know. And and I, what was cool is I was doing the skateboarding. I mean, I mean, you know, I was still a pro skateboarder and had a family. You know, and and that went that went on for about five years, and then everything kind of slowed down. Yeah. But uh, it, it man, I couldn't ask for a better life, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm very I'm a very fortunate person. That's you know? awesome, man. That's really good. I I enjoy stories like that. That's really yeah. rare. And I'm not trying to be all cheesy and like what you know what I'm saying. But no, but I, it's good. It's just, you know, it is. It's it's cool. It's it's. I'm very thankful. It's funny, Peterson, because, like, um, the new way of doing things to me is, like, the dude that... the Like, it's cool if you have skills and talents and stuff and, like, whatever. But there's, like, people don't appreciate, like, um, people that have empathy or that have uh, perspective and appreciation for things. Like, those are skills. That takes, like, life skills to learn how to deeply appreciate people and all have empathy for people like those are real skills too and i think in the new the way things are going i think that's like profitable you know what i mean like the dude that cares a lot should make money you know what i mean the dude that has um these are qualities that i really fucking enjoy and i think like i see a shift in society do you ever look at it like that you ever look at the way things are going right now and because you know what you've lived long enough that you've seen generations and change so how do you see the world right now Sorry, I'm getting I'm stoned, so I'm getting stoner talk. But I just no, yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, society's it's a little crazy, man. I don't I don't I don't know. I you know, luckily for me, I'm surrounded by good people all the time. Hell yeah. I don't know if that's just by choice or just the way it is. You guys gravitate towards each other. Obviously. Yeah, so I I don't really see a lot of negative. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, you know, most of the people I'm around, it's not about money. It's not about who's going to be, you know, a job position. It's not about any of that. It's just good people that, that you know, family life and, and, you know, hang out, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense. No, you are. You are. It's like, it's like a appreciation for the smaller, finer things and, like, everyone has work ethic and, like, it's like healthy community of people. I know it seems cheesy and simple. Like where I grew up, it, that's not a simple concept. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. But uh, it's changing. I feel like uh, when you live in cities too, it's like you meet so many people and people integrate. Uh, you know, when you travel, you meet all different types of perspectives and stuff. And like, it's just rad, man. I, I like the way the world's going right now because everything in America, like you lived in the time when America was pretty damn prosperous, right? Like when you were young, what was it like for you? Like... I don't know, you know? Wasn't America hit a boom, like, when you were born, maybe? What was it like? I, I don't know. I, I think well, I think that kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier, about just, like, how when, you know, the industry was doing so well. 
Yeah. Like I, I think when I got hooked up and, and even though it's later, you know, it's not when I was a kid, but I was older, but we were a lot richer. And then, and then, uh, this whole economy thing, dude. Yeah. That, that when that thing cracked, like that whole deal that happened, like five years. That's why you're working. That's why I'm working. Damn right. Tell you that. I mean, I'm older now. I mean, I probably whatever, but I didn't want to have to kind of, you know, settle down and be get a job yet. Yeah. Not because of like I wanted to be lazy and just skateboard. It's like I wanted to keep skateboarding, but with my family life, I had to kind of make a choice. Like, you know, I could maybe live off this little bit of money in skateboarding or get something a little more stable because I'm slowly on my way out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I chose that path and I'm glad I did because I I don't, you know, I, I think I might've started getting a bitter taste in my mouth for certain things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, getting back to that, I think that we were, you know, the, I, I think I'm, America was a lot more. All right, here. Here's the best way to put it. All right. We had so much money and stuff going on. The economy hit. Everything's fucked. Now it's building back up. Yeah. All these people that are now coming up or starting to just like yourself or or Steve Rodriguez is a good example. Perfect example. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna benefit from this because they know how. This shit all works, and they know how to. Pro, what's the word? I don't, I don't know the build word. It, build it up, build it up. Because the way I see it right now is like, uh, like you said, like the industry is a perfect example, Peterson. You're totally right on track, and I'm with you, and I know exactly what you're saying. Because the industry is like an example, on uh, like a micro example of what happened in America. Because you know, America was prosperous and it was doing great and everything was coming easy. Like we were talking about when you give kids something easy, it's like the money starts coming and people live well. And then when that shit, then it crashes, fucking crashes. The economy tanks. Who's the people that build up the economy now? It's the people with the skills, the people that are passionate, the people that are persevering. The people that didn't have anything even when the economy was good. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you nailed it. That's 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 why companies like Consolidated and Five Borough are still going. Yeah, absolutely. Some of those big companies that just, they completely shut down. Yeah. Because they, they, they don't know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Some of them aren't even skater-owned, and that's kind of where it had to go. You know, it had to go. Like Most like, of them aren't skater-owned. Yeah, if you're not skater-owned, why the fuck would they stay in it for business? Because they don't care. Like, like I started all I need in a recession, my company, and I didn't do it to make a profit. I did it because I love fucking skating, and I need it in my life. Like, I was working a job and saving money skateboarding like I didn't give a fuck I was like dude I want to do this I want to sponsor kids I want to go on more trips like we're gonna do this regardless if I have to work a nine-to-five Peterson I'm doing something in skateboarding you know what I mean I'm taking some of that money and putting it in skateboarding like that's just what it is you know what I mean it's like and and that's real genuine and authentic and that's like kind of like those are the people that will build shit up and that's why I appreciate it answered my question for me yeah sorry but that's why I don't know but that's what I was trying you're saying what I'm trying to say but I just can't put it in words like you can put it that way yeah I talk a lot I do a podcast Peterson yeah <laughs> I talk all day long that's all I do I did two podcasts today. you're good at it. you're good as fuck at it you and should you should be, think you should. about you should think about doing a podcast too just to build up your community I know this sounds crazy and a lot of people tell me I'm stupid but I'm just a, ahead of the curve 
basically I build this podcast. I get to communicate with people all over the world. You know what I mean? I get to communicate with skateboarders, all types of people, and I get to learn about them. They get to learn about me. It's network. You know, you know who'd be a good dude to interview on your show? Who's that? Kyle Berard. Dude, I already thought about it when you said it. I was like, oh, he'd be perfect too. He's, he he's just started. You know what? He he lives in California now. No shit. What's yeah. he doing out there? He bought, a, he bought a house out there and he uh he started a concrete company. Oh, is that that's what I saw? Um, that front Rock. Front Rock. Yes. I, I, there's something coming out from them, right? Do they yeah, have trailers? Been, uh, I don't know exactly what it is yet. Like what? I mean, he's already been building stuff for about two, three years. I mean, he's been in the concrete business for like five, six years, but no shit. They built like a bunch of, you know, they built a bunch of shit at Jordan Hoffert's house. Oh, I had Jordan on the podcast. He's fucking mint. I love. Yeah, him. he's awesome. <laughs> Dude, Fuck, he's Canadian and he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's rad. That's rad. But, I saw all Jordan's stuff. It looks fucking rad. His backyard or that? Yeah, Bar did all that shit. It, that pool thing looks amazing. Like. Yeah. Damn, it looks so professional, too. He's doing it on a legit level, huh? Yes. Damn. That's sick. I'll, uh, I'll get a, I'll, get, I'll, if you want, I'll text him your, uh, info. Please, please do. Anything, give him my phone number, whatever you got of me, email, whatever. And then, uh, tell him, let's talk. Like, I'll, and I'll hit him up on Insta, too. I'll leave a message, so. Yeah. That yeah. way he'll know that it's like, if he's down, he's down. It'd be so cool. Hell yeah. Paul Peterson, well, I don't want to take up too much time, too much more time. We already did over an hour. Crazy, right? Yeah, that was cool. It's, it's like it flies and it's like, it's just a sick conversation. Someone like you have chapters and you have a, a rich he- legacy in skateboarding, man. And I know like your generation, you guys are super humble and you don't like, like to think of it like that. But I don't know. I grew up watching you guys skate and I appreciate it because you guys built my fire and keep me going. And you're still involved in skateboarding at your age. I'm going to be there, too, and it's rad to see that someone your age can love it like that. Like, you're a living example for me. Like, I, all the dudes that aren't my, like, before you, they did it, but I didn't know about them. I barely still know about them, but I knew about you and Susky and BA and all those dudes. So, thank you, Peterson. Well, no, thank you. Hell, yeah, and we'll do another podcast, man. We'll give it a couple months, and we'll catch up and see what's going on. Hell yeah. Oh, um, before we go, I usually like you to drop, like, whatever context. Like, so for the shop, the block, like, you said you're on Instagram, anything yeah, else? Yeah, here, let me do this. Do people, people can watch this, right? Yeah, oh, no, it, no, 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 it's only audio, so there's... Oh, okay, yeah. all right, well, here, I'm going to do this right here. Let me read it, you got read it? it? Read it off here. Oh, back it up a little. There we go, hold on. All right, Mike Peterson. It's Mike at theblockskatesupply.com. That's your website, so you guys update that. Yep. And then you're at 537 Park Street, Jacksonville, Florida, 322204. Hell yeah. In the shop, you can reach the shop at 904-374-4980. Yep. Damn. And it's cool, man. Yep. The Block Skate Supply, Jackson. You guys, definitely anyone out there listening, check out the Instagram. Check out the website. Support it, man. It's It's rad that you guys are doing it. And it's cool that... We were able to talk about your rich history in skating and how you feel about skating. So I, everyone that listens to my podcast will actually get to know you, and they'll know that skate shop, why it's doing good, you know? Hell yeah. Hey, uh, do me a favor, too. Call me um, call me on Friday. I'd yep. like to uh, order a few things from you. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be sick, Put man. We're actually, we're actually waiting on boards right now, but they're coming, so we'll have them in soon. I got some t-shirts coming out. I got beans. Yeah, so. you got my number. Just let me know when that stuff comes out, and yep. then we'll get a few things from you to put in the shop. 
perfect. I got your email from there too, so I'll just email you the lookbook, and if you see anything you like, just let me know, and I'll ship it. I don't care the, how small the order is or whatever. Like, just yeah, we do. Uh, you know, we we're we budget just like you do. So I mean, it's like I, I tell people this all the time. It's like no disrespect. It's just we order what we can, and then we build from it. You know. And and that is what it is, and that's how we can do it, you know. And that, that I'd, like, I'd rather have a little bit of something than a lot of nothing. Yeah, I love that. I love that, and I appreciate yeah. that you all you offered to carry it because we described in the podcast it's always an honor honor when someone wants you in their shop, so or yeah. wants you on the team. So that means a lot. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah. All right, homie. Enjoy your night and kiss your family. Get a high five. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'll send you. I'll send you an email with all the links to this podcast as well, so you can uh, share it with whoever when it comes out. It won't be out for a few weeks, but when it drops, I'll, I'll send out a mass email to all my contacts and all my all the shit. I have like um, all my contacts, skate shops, and industry people and skateboarders, and I share it with everyone. And it's crazy how much attention my podcast is getting. And uh, I'm honored. I'm beyond honored that people listen. Like Jim Thibault today just wrote me an email and was like, damn, I just listened to the Zared one. That was sick. And I was like, damn, it's Jim Thibault, you know? Like, deluxe, like we were talking about. <laughs> Hell yeah, Mike. Good night, brother. Yeah, you too, man. Have a good night. Later. Hang on, brothers and sisters. Liberation is near. It's almost time. Oh, Ten seconds. Ready? Nine, Hell yeah. Eight, Say, come nine, on. Seven, so all my people, where you six, at? Put your fist up. Five, we gon' twist up. Four, Say, come on. Come on. Experience the train of doors, hot boys, come on, experience rocking with the reflection.